This is Curious Minnesota, a Star Tribune project that sends staff from the state's largest newsroom hunting for the answers to great questions we receive from you, our readers. We're here to answer everything you want to know about the state's people, places, and culture. Welcome to Curious Minnesota. I'm your host, Eric Roper. Let's start today's show with a little query for current Minnesota residents and those who moved away but call Minnesota home. What do people outside the state say when you tell them you are from Minnesota? In all likelihood, they list off some prominent things they know about this state, like maybe Prince or the movie Fargo or the Vikings football team or the Mall of America. We're focusing today's episode on Minnesota's premier mega mall, the largest indoor shopping center in the country. The Mall of America remains a huge national attraction three decades after it opened in Bloomington. But why was the Mall of America built in Minnesota, of all places? That's what reader Rob Kalsher wanted to know. I'm talking today with Nadine Mansky, a former Star Tribune intern who wrote a story on this topic for Curious Minnesota. But first, here's Rob. So I have been living in Minneapolis for about 20 years. So I moved up here and started working for Target Corporation. And one thing I did notice kind of right off the bat is, you know, Minneapolis, it's called flyover country. And I mean, technically it is really because if you think about it, you know, the biggest cities around us, you know, certainly Rochester and Duluth, but looking farther out into Iowa and and Wisconsin and North Dakota, I mean, Chicago's, you know, about 400 miles away. You know, really the question is, why did we try to right off the bat make the biggest mall in the country, you know, and call it Mall of America, you know, essentially in this flyover country, um, not by any major cities and then how has it become so successful well nadine thanks so much for joining us today so the mall of america most of our listeners are familiar with this place they've probably been to this place you've been there oh yeah yes but this question it's like i don't know it's one of these questions where maybe we hadn't thought much about this Mm -hmm. until we looked into it and it turns out it's a fascinating story Mm -hmm. just queuing up our listeners here to Stay tuned, folks. It's going to get interesting. Okay. So to start this, we have to go way back to the mid, you know, like to the 50s, mid 20th century. Why are we going back so far to tell a story about a mall that opens in 1992? Yeah. So the reason why we have to go back uh, so far to kind of understand the history of the mall is because the site where the mall is today was the former site of the Metropolitan Stadium, which was a huge part of Bloomington's identity back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, before it was demolished. And that stadium really put Bloomington on the map in a lot of ways. It's where the Twins and the Vikings used to play. Okay. And whenever there was a game at the stadium, announcers on radio on TV would say, live from Metropolitan Stadium in the city of Bloomington. And that was really Bloomington's big claim to fame at the time. And it was a huge part of the identity of the suburb. Okay. And so this becomes an important fact that we will return to later. So eventually they need to kind of replace the stadium. This is kind of in the 70s. And the mayor, James Lindau, who ends up being very sort of important to the story, he wants to keep it in Bloomington. Yeah, most people wanted to keep the stadium in Bloomington, Mm -hmm. 
even though the Met Stadium was going to be demolished, they wanted to have another stadium, another attraction in that place. Okay. But we ended up getting the Metrodome in Minneapolis, which since has now also been replaced. Right. Yeah, we're like several generations <laughs> yes. of stadiums here. Okay. So the Metrodome is what ended up replacing yes. Metropolitan Stadium. And so, okay, so Bloomington's left with no new stadium. So they want to dream big, right? I mean, is that the idea? Yeah, absolutely. So the city was taking proposals. They were searching for something that could go in that space because you have this huge site, right? But not only that, you have this kind of loss of an identity for the city itself. Like they don't want just like a Home Depot or something. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. You want something big, right? And so after a while, someone suggested that they take a look at the West Edmonton Mall in Alberta, in Canada. Okay. And where, where is West Edmonton? Yeah. So it's like north of Montana. It's okay. in western Canada. So it's like way north of Montana. Yes, yeah, okay. way north up there. So after the suggestion to go take a look at the West Edmonton Mall, mm-hmm. Governor Rudy Perpich and Lindau and a bunch of other people went up to West Edmonton to actually take a look at the mall. Okay. That's a long way to go to look at a mall. What's so special about this place? Yeah, so actually... And just for putting us in time here, this is like mid-80s, right? Yes. Yep, okay. this is mid-80s. So in the West Edmonton Mall, they actually have much more than just a shopping center. So there's an aquarium, there's an indoor ice skating rink, there's a water park. It's just this crazy indoor spectacle that no one had really seen before then. Okay. So the Minnesotans are uh, enthusiastic about all this. What's Perpich's reaction? So Perpich says that I've literally been all over the world and I haven't seen anything like this anywhere. And he said that the West Edmonton Mall exceeds Disneyland. Exceeds Disneyland. (laughs) That's a big statement. Yeah. Okay, so they're sold on this whole thing. So the West Edmonton Mall is the sort of idea of this family, right, which plays an important role here. Yeah, so the Germazian family, they own this development company called Triple Five. Mm -hmm. And the West Edmonton Mall was really kind of their big, huge project that started everything. And then now they have another mall in New Jersey. and And now they're all over the place. They're all over the place, right. But at the time— present day. Yes, currently. But at the time, this idea of the West Edmonton Mall and Triple Five, they were really enthusiastic about maybe bringing something to Bloomington. Okay. And so the questioner was sort of asking, why Minnesota? And it seems like there was this meeting of the minds of Bloomington really wanted a big thing, Mm -hmm. and the Grammasians were open to going to do another big thing somewhere. So there was sort of like this fate of them meeting up or what have you. And of course, you know, I think our original question uh, mentioned flyover country. Why Mm -hmm. is there such a huge mall in flyover country? Well, you could ask the same about Edmonton, I think, Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And so the plan starts to cook up. It wasn't called the Mall of America originally. What was sort of the uh, original idea? Which is, And it changed names, but it also, the plan changed a lot. So when they first pitch all this, what does it look like? Yeah, so they really were dreaming big at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So the idea was this place would be called the Minnesota International Center. Okay. And the proposal was pretty out there. So they wanted to build, just like West Edmonton Mall has this indoor ice skating rink, they wanted to build a lake inside and they wanted to have submarines going around the mall, which obviously if you've been to Mall of America, you know that that is not the case. (laughs) Right, right. I'm kind of excited about these submarines now. Too bad. And there's actually a photo on the story of one of the Grammasian brothers standing with the mayor in front of one of those submarines. They're sort of pitching this this thing and they're holding admiral's hats. 
Anyway, just to sort of pitch people to check out that photo. Yeah. It's sort of funny. So another huge part of the original plan, which kind of becomes this huge debate throughout this whole process is that they actually wanted to have a convention center in the mall as well. Oh, okay. And so we're going to get to the convention center in a second because that really becomes sort of the crux of this. But we should introduce R.T. Ryback. Mm-hmm. So people may be familiar with him, former mayor of Minneapolis. He's the CEO of the Minneapolis Foundation. He went along on that trip yes. with uh, Perpich and others. And what was his reaction to the mall in West Edmonton? So at the time, Ryback tags along because he was actually a reporter at the Star Tribune, and he was covering this story. That was kind of his beat at the time. Mm -hmm. He went and saw the West Edmonton Mall, but he had a really different reaction than Governor Perpich did. Ryback told me that while he was in Edmonton, he actually broke off from the group and went into downtown Edmonton, into the city. And he said that compared to the bustling and the hype of the West Edmonton Mall, the actual city of Edmonton itself was really... It, it was just dead. And okay. that really made him feel very strongly about not only the issues that were happening in Edmonton, but also the possibility that this might happen to Minneapolis as well. Okay. And after your story came out, he tweeted that this sort of set the stage for him running for mayor eventually because he got involved with the downtown council and then this ended up with him getting into politics. And so just, I I don't know if anyone had connected all those dots before, but I'm glad we were able to do that with, uh, with Curious Minnesota. So, okay. The convention center we mentioned, this becomes a big deal at the state capitol. So why is the state capitol in involved in what looks like a pretty, you know, it's like a city and a developer want to do a big deal down in Bloomington. Why does the state legislature matter in all this? So the Minnesota legislature had to get involved because the city of Bloomington was requesting special exemptions under state law to help subsidize the mall, this huge project that they wanted to do. And we should mention that Minneapolis, you know, we know it to have a convention center today. Mm -hmm. This was still just an idea, but it was like very much what the city was hoping to do. So suddenly you've got Minneapolis, which can be very powerful at the legislature, and Bloomington. They're both wanting to do convention centers, and they're sort of butting heads. And there's a photo on the story of... Minneapolis Mayor Don Frazier and Bloomington Mayor James Lindau outside the governor's office and there's all these reporters holding microphones in their faces. And so Lindau kind of thinks Minneapolis is trying to sink the whole deal. Is that right? Oh, yeah. He said that he thought the Minneapolis people are trying to marshal their forces to kill this project so that they can save the convention center. Okay. So I spoke with Larry Lee, who was the assistant city manager of Bloomington um, when this was all happening in the 80s. And he told me that The city actually had to launch what he referred to as this big PR campaign to try to get people behind the project because there were so many people, mostly from Minneapolis, that were unhappy. So, okay, obviously we got the mall and we got the convention center. And so, well, what happened? How did this all get sorted out? So basically, the city of Bloomington eventually decided to drop the convention center from the mall proposal. And that made the city of Minneapolis a little more, a little happier. You know, they Mm -hmm. were happy that They could have their convention center, which now we know the Minneapolis Convention Center is there today. The city of Bloomington dropped the convention center from the proposal, and they ended up going forward with just the mall. And I say just as as if there weren't a bunch of other attractions and things in there. But having the convention center not be a part of that was a big reason why they could 
successfully continue with the project. Right. And this may seem like maybe a small detail, like the mall drops its convention center. I mean, it was top of the front page, full on like side to side headline mm-hmm. on the front of the Star Tribune. Mall convention center dropped the subhead in response. Minneapolis says it won't fight Bloomington Project. So very clear that this was like yeah. a really crucial moment for mm-hmm. this whole thing. So they build the mall. It opens in 92. So the public subsidies did happen. I mean, oh, yeah. what did that all kind of amount to? Yeah. So initially, Initially, the public subsidies amounted to more than $100 million. Mm-hmm. But as we know, the mall in 1992 looks very different than the mall of 2023, right? Yeah. It's, it's There's been so many expansions. They're still expanding the mall. And, the, and those have been aided by yeah, subsidies. further subsidies have aided the expansion of the mall okay. as well. And now the big thing on the docket is whether, uh, you know, the city would like to add a a water park. Well, the mall and the city are talking about adding a water park to the mall, similar to what exists in West Edmonton and also what exists at the uh, Gourmetians or Triple Five's new mall in New Jersey, the American Mm -hmm. Dream Mall. So I guess the sort of TBD on whether that all works out. But yeah, just a fascinating story. So and it just celebrated an anniversary. Yes. So we just celebrated the 30th anniversary of the mall last year. Mm -hmm. Okay. well, cool. Well, Nadine, thank you so much. Such an interesting history. Thank you. Okay, that's it for today's show. If you have thoughts about this show or a question you'd like to see us answer here at Curious Minnesota, send us a note at curious at startribune.com. And if you're enjoying this show, please tell a friend about it. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Curious Minnesota. We want to hear from you. Ask questions and read more stories online at startribune.com backslash curious. Our show is recorded at the Star Tribune's headquarters in beautiful downtown Minneapolis. And our music is produced by Matt Gilmer. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes or leave a review. And until next time, stay curious.